This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, everybody. Cheryl from Unleashed. Today we have something different. I was invited to my friend Michelle Fern's Best Pets for Pets, and I thought that it would be very interesting uh, to uh, let you all hear what we discussed about adopting, commitment, and some really good stuff that you need when you have a pet. But we'll be right back. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome, Cheryl. Hi. We're going to do a little different show today. Both of us were thinking, so many people get pets over the holidays, and this is kind of a A little back and forth discussion on that because we both have strong opinions on that and maybe some uh, we'll get to on the second half some things you can do for your new pet to make your life easier your pet's life easier and and just better for both of you so Cheryl what's your take on when people get you know a pet for the holidays well first of all I'm very big on two dogs in every home I mean The homes today are big enough for two dogs. But a lot of people over the holiday, either they get a puppy, which, you know, puppies are cute, but they grow up. And depending on your age, how long you're going to be around. I mean, if you're, you know, a 75 or an 80 year old, you're not going to get a puppy. Maybe even if you have a busy work schedule in a large family, you might not want to have a puppy because you got to train a puppy. Because if you don't train a puppy and it becomes a dog, it becomes a nuisance. And then guess what? You don't want it anymore. So the most important thing is when you commit, the word commit, to adopting a pet, it's for life. There's no divorcing unless, of course, if it's, you know, a terrible dog and it, you know, bites and something. But most dogs don't. Most dogs want love and a couch. You know, the only, I agree with you completely, the only situation I have ever heard of where I dis- I did agree with the owners bringing their dog back is when they adopted a pet and a dog and this dog was a little older and the place they adopted I'm not going to mention but this dog had serious serious problems um the dog was adopted from Puerto Rico had never been inside a home okay, that's that's that, very rare this is very rare and extreme and you know their thought was they'd adopt an older dog which is also a great I thing I think that's the most wonderful thing right they'd adopt an older dog because they thought this way you know they're they're but giving a nice home but it's not that the older dog has this dog had a problem so well, maybe th- one me, out of a thousand. Yeah, but let me, let me, it's one out of a thousand. But the thing is maybe this, more. I, I'm getting to my point here. Hold on. 
it's rare that a dog will have, you know, neurological issues that make them, I mean, this dog actually chewed apart an iron cage. And if I didn't see it with my, and flipped it over, chewed up wooden blinds, bashed its head against the windows to escape so bad that the dog was injured. I mean, it was crazy. And so my thing is, make sure wherever you're adopting to ask the questions I believe an adopt don't shop. That's my opinion. But ask the questions when you're adopting. What kind of dog is this? What was the household before? They might not have known. No, but but a lot of times they do. But you also have to know the breed that, you know, like people say schnauzes bark. This one does that. You know, the Dalmatians have a lot of energy. You have to know what your lifestyle is. I mean, the dog that I had growing up, the dog's aren't maybe necessarily the dogs that I would get now because I'm thinking about a dog. I love big dogs, but I wouldn't get a big dog now. I'd get a medium-sized dog. And, you know, do you want dogs that have a lot of, you know, that enjoy activity? They need activity. They need to be, they go crazy if they don't have a job to do. And if you work a big schedule and you have long hours, well, then you need a couch potato. So you have to do your homework. And, you know, you go to these places. I deal with a lot of rescue people. So you're rescuing outside of a shelter. Although shelters today, you know, they have, like for the holidays, they had no fees. One shelter in uh, Wisconsin, every animal was adopted by Christmas. They went all out for that. They waived fees. I mean, that's a wonderful thing. But, you know, when you go down to these shelters, if you go to a shelter... You know, you have to watch the dog. I mean, you just don't walk in and just because he's cute and he's white or you wanted black and white or you wanted tan. These are commitments because everybody that brings a dog back creates to the baggage. Right. And wait. And it's sad. And I like the idea that they wanted to adopt so strongly. No feeds. But in a sense, I also think that that might have been maybe too much of a let's give because you might have had people that they do home visits okay everybody i deal with does a home visit and really nope they don't even want to adopt they don't want people to adopt unless you're really home you can't even have a job today with a pet when you go to these places and you fill out all of these these applications and stuff you know i mean this is uh it's a loving member of your family it's no i could never live without a pet I've always had pets. Before I was born, my parents had a tricolor collie, and I learned to walk on them. But it is a commitment, and I think people have to have, you know, because that's the problem. There's a holiday, oh, it's a puppy, the fireside, the tree, and then within the next month, we're going to hear all the stories of they they brought him back to the shelter. And it's heartbreaking. Number one, if you have kids, it's heartbreaking. And number two, it's bad for for the animal. So okay, so you have to have expectations, right? It and you have to, time. if you make the decision to get a pet, adopt, or you know, if you want to get a purebred from a breeder, I don't push that. I push adopt. I push adopt too, but some people, well, um, you know, let them go on the internet because there's right. so well, many breeders are better than I don't. I don't believe in. Um, being shopped but let's i'm not gonna i don't want to alienate anyone and and be but that's just my opinion Do you i know I there prefer, are there's so many shelters. dogs to rescue and there's so many rescue places that have you know there's poodle rescues yeah. and greyhound rescues and and even so shelters many. have have purebreds oh of course of course but now wait we'll be right back 
after this break and we're going to talk more about adopting and some tips for adopting and also some great ideas for what you can have in your home to get ready for the adoption for your fur kid. We'll be right back. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is Michelle Fern, Best Pets for Pets. And I have with me today Cheryl Kay from Unleashed. Welcome, I'm still Cheryl. here. All right. So... During our little break, Cheryl and I had a little discussion here. So let's get some things clear. One, I personally believe in adopting. I know some people have, you know, adopt and not shop. Some people have some other types of opinions on what types of dogs they want and so forth. I have always rescued my fur kids, always. But I do not want to push my opinion on people that really prefer to do things otherwise. I think everybody's entitled to your opinion. My opinion is there are so many great dogs out there to be rescued and you're saving them from being, you know, being killed. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to be eloquent, but well, yeah, by, by being killed. And so there's a lot of different, you know, rescues and all of that. So that's one. And it's also a lot of people have allergies. Like I have some friends that are now looking. And although, you know, uh, shelters do have purebreds like German Shepherds and they have this new uh, Labradoodle and a uh, and they're not necessarily guaranteed to be allergy-free. But a lot of people who have allergies, they might need to go elsewhere and keep their eye open. Although there are some breeds that, you know, you wouldn't, you know, have allergies with. So that's also something. All right. Let's talk about expectations when people adopt a pet. Um, them to get a job and work nine to five and bring home the bacon. What? <laughs> I was teasing. I think it takes time for an animal to adjust once you bring them home. You know, they'd be nervous. I don't know if there's another animal in the house, so they would have to, you know, they're not going to be uh, the only animal. But I think it takes time, number one, time to get used to you, to what's expected of them. You know, if they, you know, you don't really know the baggage. Sometimes you do if they were owner surrendered. They might have some training. But, you know, I have one friend, and uh, she said it took many, many months for her dog to become her dog, to bark and to and to be comfortable. You know, Everything you're saying, it makes me think about Mr. Z. This is the true story of how I found Mr. Z. My girl dog had just passed and I was devastated. And I was looking for, at that time, I only had one pet. I lived in a smaller place, so just one pet. And I was looking and looking because I I just like a certain kind of mutt. And I was looking for that type of mutt. And while I'm looking, there's a hurricane approaching. So I'm looking and looking and there's 
a humane society not too far from me that is very large and has great you know turnover with animals being adopted it's just very busy and I went there three times and when I found Mr. Z he was the one hid in the corner away from me he was terrified he was actually returned he was three months old and he was returned why I have no idea. This dog is an angel dog. I have no, my, I should say my fur baby dog. He's an angel dog. He's so sweet. And hey, they're lost. But I'm thinking about the first night because our first night together was a hurricane. I got him that morning, the hurricane. Let's see, I picked him up Sunday morning, right before they were closing because they were closing down. Did he have the name Zeus? No, Binky. Ooh. Ew, that's like a pacifier, yeah, that was right? Like Daniel Binky? Was poof, poof. Yeah, I wouldn't have a poof, poof. I mean, that's, it was the dumbest name. Binky. Obviously, they had a child. <laughs> Binky. I don't know, but they, I don't know why they returned him, but, you know, hey, my win, because he's amazing. And we've been together, let's see, 13 years already. So our first night together was a hurricane because I got him that morning right before they closed. I couldn't take him that night because I had other commitments, but I told him I will be there first thing in the morning. Do not give him away. Do not do anything. I will be there as soon. And I called them. I I got there, got him, and we've been together ever since. But I just can imagine this poor little thing, his first night, you know, when there's a hurricane, you have to enclose your home. So at that time, I had accordion shutters. And they hearing. They, they feel it different than well, us, Well, it feels different, but everything is dark. Ooh. You know, power. This was a big hurricane, too. Um, in 2005, there, everything was dark in, in the home because Wilma? your windows are shut. It was, yep, Wilma. And it was just, we had no power for three and a half days. I was trying to walk him and put him in a shopping cart because he was too little to walk such a long distance because you couldn't drive anywhere. We're going to get into hurricane business, which that's another story. But I can just imagine this poor little thing must have been terrified the first night because of this. You know, he could hear better than I can all the winds and noise and everything. But hey, we've been together ever since. He's a mama's boy and it's been wonderful. So, you know what, Cheryl, I'd like to know, what do you think are some great things that people can have on hand or maybe get as a gift? You know, whenever you're listening to this show, there's there's always a holiday or something happening where you gift a great gift. I think the new thing now is these new collars. They're not collars around the neck. They're like a harness. So you're not, you know, and, and it's really good for animals who are learning, you know, dogs who are learning to heal. You know, you don't want to push their neck because with these kind of harnesses, when you move the uh, leash, the door goes with you. But it's, you know, it wraps around their shoulder blade. So it's not like, you know, you're pulling on their neck. I mean, when, when you think how barbaric it used to be, and especially years ago, I never had that. But they had these prongs for these dogs. So I think that's pretty good. I think I saw one, and it's... uh Something harness. I, I okay. I forgot the name of folks. It. Look up something harness. I'm sure on Best Pets for Pets with all the shows that we've done over 200, we've had some great Wait a harnesses. I have on. it in my pocket. I'm going to get it out. It's called Pug Life Harness, and it also comes with the people who are just getting to know their animals and maybe want to take them to a dog park. It comes with a nylon across their snout, which prevents them from barking, biting. They could breathe and they could drink. 
It doesn't restrict the tongue or opening the mouth. But like, you know, to attack or something, you know, if you, you know, you got to get to know your dog a little before you would maybe want to walk him with other people or take him to a, a dog park. So it's Pug Life Harness. That looks interesting and it comes in different sizes. And you could adjust it. So that, that looks like something that... A harness is good. We're talking about some great products for your brand new pet. Since, you know, we're past the holidays, new year, and people gift a lot of pets or they, you know, want to get themselves a pet. So these are some great ideas. Cheryl just mentioned a great harness collar. I like this product a lot. Belly bands. It's bellybands.net and I love this. One of the products I love that I've used so much is bellybands. You can find them at bellybands.net and this is not a substitute for training your pet, okay? You should house train your pet. You're, even if you get adopt an older dog, you might still have to retrain the pet a little because the dog is not going to, you know, be sure that you know the dog's cues of when the dog has to go out and so forth. But if you're traveling, if you're going to a friend's home or if someone's watching your dog at their home for a little bit, the dog can get nervous, not know where to go. And, you know, it kind of messes up their system. The same as when we travel, sometimes traveling messes up your system, you know, if you know what I mean. So same with a dog. Belly bands, what that does, it's a great, you know, very sturdy piece of material with heavy Velcro and you put an incontinent type pad in the middle. One brand out there is Poise. There's (laughs) another one, I think... I don't know what the other one is, but I use poise for the dogs. And it's funny because, well, I use mine for different reasons. My dogs are getting older. But it's it's a great thing to have because this way the dog does his number ones. Well, a pees you could, is better than saying the poopies. But he pees and it goes in the band. And you can get them where it's a... You can get the they're belly bands. different bands. sizes, right? Yeah, they're different sizes. They have them for male dogs, female dogs. They're, it's just a great thing to have, you know? It's, you never know. Zeus was all, he potty trained himself practically. And like, at I think a year old. I mean, he was so good. But I took him to a neighbor's house one time. He went right upstairs, went on her bed, spread and peed. I was in shock. And it cost me, I think, 50 bucks in dry cleaning. But out of the blue. Now, if I had a belly band on him, it would have been cost me nothing. And belly, the belly bands are not expensive. And they're just a lifesaver, especially if you get an older dog that might have a problem. You might adopt an older dog that has a problem with, you know, urinating frequently or, you know, deep sleeping, urinating in their sleep. Or you might be traveling with your new dog somewhere or, you know, not in place of training, but just, you know, if you work and you're maybe have certain times where you're going to be gone longer than the regular walk schedule, the belly bands come in handy. It's just a great product to have. Right? For occasions. For occasions. Or if you get an older dog or like Mr. Z, if you're getting up there, it's good to have. And let me tell you, Mr. Z hates, 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 hates wearing clothes. He does not mind the belly band at all. Actually, when I walk him and I say, come on, and Nikki wears one too. So, and I say, come on, they come inside. I put the belly band on them and they wait for it. They have no problem. And 
you know, it's because Mr. Z's he's thirteen. Yeah, they're older. You know? I can understand. They're older, that. and the other one, Nikki. He's just, he's little. He's a little nervous. I don't know what his problem is. I think it would is, be good for people also in apartments. They can't get Yes, for people in apartments, if you, you have know, a bad storm enough. or a bad, you know, something like that, it's good too. If the schedule gets, you know, messed up for that, great. Now, you have another great product to share for people that are just uh, Well, I was just thinking um, uh, this de-shedder for uh, my Daniel Boone, my Maine Coon. It looks to be, I mean, I've went through a lot of different brushes trying to find the right brush. I have one de-shedder, you know, because it, it gets rid of the dead hair underneath, and they have long hair, more on their belly than their back. But this, I don't really know the name of the brand, but there seems to be quite a lot. I think the what the, the best part about it is not only the way the teeth go, but it's a little wider than the one that I have, and I think okay. wider is better. I like the one by Furminator. I just do, but there's a lot of great ones out there. And what's great is that it pulls out the undercoat. Right. And, you know, your dogs generally have a, I, I don't know about cats. I know dogs have a winter coat and a summer coat. And when they do their shedding, but I'm not sure with well, cats. Well, different breeds have different type of hair. So it would really, true. you know, be good for, you know, you know, some with coarse hair or like a collie or you never know, or maybe uh, a shepherd. I mean, you know, it depends on your dog. That's why it's great that we could take our pets to these, you know, pet stores. I mean, I have an array of brushes for Daniel. I mean, he's got a lot of hair, but underneath it's thicker. And I'll tell you another good product that I, I heard about and I've seen for people who live in apartments or for older people with, you know, their pets that don't want to take them on, you know, long walks just to pee. They have these little grass cutouts that you could teach the dog to go on the mat outside to pee. Like, you know, uh, like fake grass. Yep, fake grass. In and, a mat. Yep, and Piddle Place had something like that. It's a great... That's a great training also for Great for training because you they can go on there and then grass, and then you can move the grass outside so they know that their scent is outside. So that's the, where they should be going. There's so many great things out there for animals. I mean, really. I'm going to talk about something other than the bathroom business. Most dogs really love having a toy. They love chasing a toy. They love a toy. And Mr. Z and Nikki's favorite is, one of their favorites, is West Paw. They are in love, especially with this dolphin that I got from West Paw. They both love it. I don't know what it is. Even the, it's a even dolphin? Now, it's a dolphin. And even Charlotte, she likes to carry it around too. And, and I've never heard of a cat carrying around this toy. It's not huge, but, you know, it's for a dog. She loves it. And what I love that West Paw does is they make toys without the stuffing so that your animal, your fur kid cannot tear it apart and have all that stuffing out. So they end up eating the stuffing, which is not good for them, or they swallow the eyes or anything. They just have really cool products and they're very, very durable. Make sure you know the type of chewer your dog is, or if you adopt a cat, what your cat is going to be clawing at or scratching. Make sure you have these tools ready to go you have a cat you need a scratch what do, what's your list i mean i think if you have a cat of I course i have a cat scratcher i used to many years ago i don't have one of those uh like setups but daniel went like maybe to the second rung and he wasn't interested you know i know they like to go high oh um, see ours uh our, ours love 
going up high. And and actually, that's how they eat because we have cat treat trays for them. And that is a great product too because it, and that's something we at Pet Life Radio developed. We have the cat treat tray. And what's great about that is see, we had three cats indoors and two dogs. Dogs like cat's food. And Mr. Z's on a special diet. He shouldn't have anybody's food but his own. So in order to eliminate the problem, cat tree tray, it goes right into any of those cat trees that most cats love. Our cats really like them. They do. I Your cats are unusual that they don't, I think, because our cats love them. Well, I mean, in my outdoor patio, I have but wait, a wait, table. But the cat, let me just, but the cat tree tray, the best thing about it, it gets the food off the floor. So it's away from bugs. It's away from dogs. And it just eliminates all of that mess. So your cats don't like cat trees, so no. But they, I've, I've gotten you know things that attach to the door and stuff. Well, Daniel has no claws. He came like that. Cheyenne does have claws. She doesn't do curtains. She doesn't do furniture. Some of the toys they'll go after. And then I once had a little mat where you put catnip in it, and they could claw on that. That they seem to like. Well. We have a mat that Molly claws on. We have a we have a couch that Molly claws on. We have about I don't know five or six cat scratchers that usually they usually use them. They like the ones with the thistle, you know, the the heavy rope. It helps with their you know you have one cat with you only have one cat with claws, so right. that eliminates. I have three with claws, and they really like having something. I think it helps their nails. It yeah, just, Daniel's the like first it. cat I've ever had that was declawed, and he came that way, came, which is cruel. Just his front. I don't claws. know why they did that, but well, whoever had him first, they chipped him, they loved him, they neutered him, and they declawed him. Ugh, I know it's a terrible thing, but he has his his hind claws. Well, that's good. And that's what they use really in a fight. They warn with their paws, their fronts. But if they were in a massive fight, they'd use their back. But I don't have to worry about that because we're not going to fight. Right. So any last tips for um, anyone getting a pet that just adopted a pet or is just beginning to adopt a pet? Well, just to love them because when you a rescued, adopted pet is just the most loving, loyal friend. And they know that you save them. It's amazing. I just think uh, it's a wonderful thing. And the more you give, the better you get. So I just, uh, I would love to, you know, I mean, many, many people have pets around the world, but it's it's a nice thing. I mean, I, I just couldn't live without a pet. I don't know what that says about me, but I like having a pet. And soon I'm going to have another dog. I'm getting ready. Okay. Well, I think that's great. And you know, adopting, there's so many dogs out there that so many rescues and so many dogs out there that need great homes. You hear about it all the time. You see it. And I think they do. I mean, Mr. Z is like my bud. He's always there. There's no bad hair days. They love us. They love us. And it's pretty much unconditional love. You know, they just, they love you. So, It's wonderful if you're at the point to open your heart and your home and to adopt a pet or, you know, maybe someone's given you a pet as a gift. So you're bringing a new pet into your home, giving you some great ideas on, you know, tips on some things that we've used that have made our lives easier for our pets or things that we've heard of that can be wonderful for your pet. And, um, 
I think there's, you know, take a look at Pet Life Radio. There's a lot of great information on animal behavior tips and products. And we have a lot of great vets on shows too. So there's always some great information. There's Cheryl K. Her show Unleashed has lots of great tips as well. Right. And at this time, I, Cheryl, I also want to thank you so much for oh, coming on Best Bets for Pets. I would like to come back. This is You're always welcome. And it was fun having kind of a different show. So I really like that. I hope everyone listening enjoyed. I want to thank everybody for listening today. I want to thank Michelle Fern for inviting me and allowing me to uh, have all of my people be able to listen to this. I want to thank Mark my producer for making me sound good and I want to remind everybody to live life unleashed see you next time bye bye let's talk pets every week on demand only on petliferadio.com <laughs>